Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What's up, guys? Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday. Um, it's uh, it's freezing cold here in Texas. It, it's an actual icebox outside. Um, it was a snow globe earlier, though, so that was kind of cute. You remember that song, Amarion, like icebox? He's like... And I got in this box with my heart. You. That was like my jam. Like little, like middle school, high school, Kelsey, like going through a breakup when, you know, my boyfriend or something at the time was like, I don't want to kiss you in the locker room area. And I'm like, why? Like broke my heart. I was like, <laughs> I was like, there's an ice box where my heart used to be. Okay. Like driving in my little Toyota Camry, like I was a little baddie or something like broken hearts. <laughs> God, I was such Mario a problem in high school. I had a resurgence as of late, mostly because people keep confusing his name with Omicron. Um, <laughs> but this is a much better re- reason to remember him. So. Yeah. Listen, I'll still vibe that song. No shame in this game. Straight up. Oh, yeah. um, it's a banger. If, if it's a banger, it's a banger. Yeah. And that one. Everlasting. Um, it really is. It really is. Shout out to Omarion. Everyone stream him today. Give him love. <laughs> Let's give him a little bit of a, some, some Spotify love. <laughs> God, that'd be so cool if we were like popular enough, like to just make something like that happen. Like, I bet you like part of my take could do that. If they were like, hey, everyone go stream this random artist. So they're like, why is there a spike? Like this insane spike in my listeners. Like that would be amazing goals. There's this like one, okay, this is extremely off on a tangent, um, but there's this like insanely popular YouTuber called David Dobrik and he oh, like yeah. does these videos and he signs off with like one of these same songs every time. I'm going to have to like figure out what song it is, but it was like the uh, artist like reached out to him and he was like, man, I was like living out of my car for like years and stuff like that. And then you started adding my song to the end of your YouTube videos. And now like, I'm like making money again. And like, I'm able to support my family and stuff like that. I was like, that's so crazy. That is crazy. So, you know, like we don't have that sort of reach. Maybe we'll get like two people to listen to that song, but you know, shout out to people making people's dreams come true, you know? Shouts out to that. Um, well, speaking of people making people's dreams come true, um, I don't know if you saw this, but I was scrolling the Grom uh, during work, not during work, during lunch, surely. 
it was during a lunch break. Um, and uh, I saw that Tyron Smith has followed in the footsteps of his one true quarterback and casually built a football field in his backyard and surprised his son Jax with it, which is so cool. <laughs> like some people have, I just remember like when, you know, you knew you were rich when you had like a basketball goal or something or a basketball court, like people like, Oh, I have a basketball court. I have a tennis court. Like I, when I was in Atlanta, like people had like tennis courts or tennis was like the sport for whatever reason. And now it's like, Oh, I have a full blown football field in my backyard. That's where we're going. Yeah, that's what the trend is in Frisco these days, apparently. I mean, uh, now we got Tyron. I'm sure people in the neighborhood are just making that business boom, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm part of me. This is just the, the cynical part of me. I'm like two things. If y'all lived in Highland Park, no chance you would be able to do that because you wouldn't, no matter like how much money you have, like you'd, I mean, you would not be able to fit a freaking football field in your backyard. Like it just doesn't exist there anymore. And then second thing, I'm like, okay, so is this a sponsored deal? Like surely you got like Hellas construction, like that's a, that's a cowboy sponsor and they do a lot of the turf and everything for the fields. I'm like, you surely worked with someone that it's like when it's like when Dak was it Dak or got all the O-linemen or was it Zeke I don't remember when they got all those like gators like they were all like everyone was like oh my gosh what a nice yeah yeah I'm like I'm like that's not that's not him buying it like that's a sponsor who's like hey we'll give this to you in exchange for like xyz well, they did post about it for like two weeks. So <laughs> I think they got a decent amount of exposure off of it. So hopefully they got some return on that. But yeah, there's they're definitely uh, utilizing some that Hellas or whatever for that. But like at the end of the day, that kid's like super stoked and that's what it's all about. So yeah, now Dak and him will just have to be like, who wants to come like defense at my house, offense at Dak's house? Like, let's get this bread. Um, maybe win a Super Bowl. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so I have like, since it's the off season, I feel like we can kind of go here and I want to do like a bit of like a, I feel like our topics are going to be a little random today just because there's a lot of random things happening. Um, and the first thing I want to discuss is a former Cowboys coach. There's a couple of former Cowboys coaches. First of all, uh, Shouts out to Matt Eberflus for getting the head coaching job in Chicago. That is super exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that he didn't get a call sooner. Like I felt like when he was here, everyone was like, he's going to go be a decent, like it just, it felt like it should have like happened sooner, but nonetheless, like happy for him, even as much of, you know, Chicago is kind of like a hot mess at times. Like I feel like that's such a cool opportunity for him. So um, pump for him on that. But they love, love their defense, guys. So, what I really am upset about, I got to be honest with you, and I think you know this. Anyone that follows me, anyone that knows anything about me, knows that I am incredibly biased about Rich Basaccia. And I just genuinely feel like it is a crime against humanity that he wasn't given a shot at the head coaching job. And I just, I don't know, like, like, feel like, I wonder if it's, 
I don't know, man. Like I'm, I wonder if it's because he's a special teams coach. Like I, I should probably do a little research on this and see, like, I just feel like, like coordinators, like offense and defense are the ones that truly get like the, the actual like coaching opportunities versus like the special teams guys. Like it feels like it's not as well respected in terms of like running an entire team when you're just doing special teams. And I could totally be speaking out of turn here and look like an idiot. And there'll be like some famous coach that, you know, or even just a coach in general or two that were special teams coordinators. But I just feel like it feels like I keep on seeing these names like OC is interviewing for this. DC is interviewing for the head coaching job. And like, and I can't help but think I'm like, there has to be, that has to be the reason why he wasn't truly like given the shot because look at what he did with that team. Like everything they went through, you can't like, that's so impressive that he even took them to the postseason, let alone like kept that team's head above water. And I just think that's so criminal, like pass, go straight to jail. I'm upset. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm not speaking super highly of our organization at the moment, but I mean, let me just take this moment to, uh, talk to Raiders Nation right now. Y'all suck. So this was the only saving grace we had. And now I hate you. So correct. Like we were, we were, we were trying to like show up for you and you couldn't even like give us this. Like this was a layup. This was a layup. And you missed it. It was a free throw. It wasn't even a layup. It was a free throw. I should have <laughs> known better. I think I told the story of like I had this Karen from uh, the Raiders sitting in front of me and I was like, this is just how I'm going to think of all Raiders fans from now on. And like, she truly had like the Karen haircut and everything. Like that just didn't come out of nowhere. Plus she was like turning around and yelling at us every time they did something good. I was like, you know, your team is like on the field, not where I'm sitting. Correct. Yeah, correct. And then she got all mad. Um, but now like I should have just known that like, that's what they are as a fan base and an organization. So, you know, he's on to bigger and better things. He must be because it ain't them. So I gotta I gotta check in with him and see what's up. Cause I'm just like, and I, I think I told you guys this before. I'm I am incredibly biased because <laughs> I just I am an empath. And I'm sure again, things that are obvious to all of you. Are you? have ever followed me. And I will just say this, like the, the, you've seen some of the stories that have gone around on the internet about like him writing letters individually to all the, all the players, like after the season. And let me just tell you, uh, he's, he was very upset that that got out because not because like, not because he was, he was just like, he wasn't doing that for the recognition and right when someone got a hold of that, um, he was like, he just, he didn't want that to be public, you know? And that's just kind of the person that he is where he's very much like he'll mother F you during practice or he'll give you a hard time. And like he used to get me, but then he'll like, he's got your back, you know? If you work hard, he's got your back. And so he just, he, he always, he knew like my, my family didn't live in Dallas. And so, you know, back when I was younger and newer with the team and, you know, the whole like spending holidays working was kind of a new thing. He always made sure that the people like me 
had a place to go. And so, you know, he'd invite me over to Thanksgiving with his family, like his daughters and his wife and everything. And it was just things like that to me are like really what I've always loved about the, the, the good sides, at least of working for a team or being in this industry, because, you know, like it's super non-traditional hours and you work weekends, you work holidays, you deal with some crazy people, some crazy things, but through all of that, I think as anyone knows, like if you go through anything with someone, you form a bond. And so long story short, that's just like one of the many examples of just, you know, him being and his family, quite frankly, being uh, great people. And so I wish them nothing but the best. And I think that, like you said, on to bigger and better things. Um, so anyways, I mean, there's plenty of jobs out there right now. So <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, so um, one wow. other thing that I know, um, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but kind of speaking of head coaching and people getting slighted, um, I did want to talk about really briefly, like the Brian Flores stuff, um, because I know that this, this is something that we never really shy away from. Um, and while I don't super have like all the details, um, you know, it's worth acknowledging. And I think that if you listen to his stories and what he said when he went and interviewed, um, I haven't quite, I haven't quite been able to like verbalize what I think about it, but it, it, I am so impressed by him in like very powerful words when he said about how you know, God gave him a gift and he knows very well that in doing this, that he could quite possibly never coach again. And, um, I think that's a really powerful position to be in, at least like with yourself where you care so much about something and the people that come after you that you're willing to lay down everything you have because you believe so wholeheartedly in something and like whether or not you agree with him. Um, I mean, I just think that's pretty incredible. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So. Yeah, um, sorry. I have two dogs over here that are trying to make it incredibly impossible for me to properly uh, <laughs> do anything. So, but yes, no, I agree with you. I, I, I was so confused when he um, was fired by Miami and, you know, it, it makes a lot more sense um, what he's brought to light um, with this suit. So I, I mean, it's my uh, stance is typically always to uh, believe someone who's victimized in a situation um, until, you know, until there's further evidence for me to not do that. So I um, personally am going to, you know, stand with Brian Flores and, you know, hope that this all gets sorted out and that, that, that he does get a job because he deserves one. He didn't deserve to lose this one in Miami. So, yeah. um, you know, keep an eye on it. It's going to be very interesting to see how it shakes out. I'll just say that. Yeah, that was, it was uh, definitely a bombshell that dropped this week among all of the others that uh, officially dropped. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So now we've moved on to the uh, squeaky toy uh, portion of the evening. I'm sorry if you hear that. It's okay. I'm like, it's wheels off in this house too. Like, like yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're about to probably hear a cat fight. So like, if I just like disappear for a minute, like I'm trying to like prevent that from happening. I know you guys have heard that happen on this show before and I just left it in. I yeah. was like, it's fine. They were all, they were extremely chill until like, it, like they're like, oh, something um, intense is being spoken about. I must get up and inhale toys. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can literally hear them. It's so good. Um, okay. One's got a squeaky toy, so I apologize. Wheels off, uh, baby. Um, well, speaking of funnier and fun things, um, yeah. Pro Bowl is happening as we speak, and we got a couple guys doing yeah, the thing. We do. Um, I know, like everyone is talking. Senior Bowl is happening too, so like uh, you know, obviously, and I know you guys will get all that talk with draft shows and all that, and we'll got we'll dive into that ourselves too. But um, I see he's going to be the alternate, but uh, I think one of the big storylines coming out of that. It was was Micah Parsons, and he was interviewed and asked about what he would remember the most from this season. And like the one true Lion King that he is, he talked about how he would remember <laughs> ducking out and, and losing out on the first round of the playoffs. And I was like, or I like that to me. I was just like, God, I love your energy. Like you are. He really is. Like we've talked about this before. I want guys on my team. I want people on my team. I want to hire people like this. I want to support people like this. People that hate to lose, hate to lose more than they like to win. Because sometimes like, yeah, like I want you to fear that feeling so much 
and so desperately that you're like, no, I, it's not even an option. It's not a part of my DNA. Like everyone likes to win, obviously, but do you hate to lose? Give me that guy every time. Yeah, I mean, I wish that was a teachable skill to have, but you're just like, he's born that way. And I'm, I'm, he's a freak and I'm so excited that he's on this team. And I just like, I hope that his mentality infects the rest of his team, which I feel like a lot of the guys on the defense do feel that way. I wish um, it kind of reached the other side of the ball a little bit and maybe, you know, the coaching staff. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, Listen to the young rookie. The young, the young king. Uh, speaking of um, staying on that side of the ball, though. He won. He oh. won the uh, linebacker award, did he not? Oh, yeah, the butt kiss award. I mean, yes. They're really, I was really thinking about like, what obviously would rather be holding a different trophy, but. I, 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 I honestly forgot about that. And it only happened like two days ago. But like for someone who, for like a team that doesn't have a lot going on right now, because obviously we're not playing, we kind of have a lot going on. Right. Yeah. Um, no, that was, that was a funny, that was also a funny thing. Just like we, we kind of touched on this before we even hopped on here, but um, it, you know, we have these players that are winning awards last year. We had zero guys going to the pro bowl this year. We have six. Um, we had more that were invited that um, can't make it, but like I was reading on blackingboys.com. Um, Aiden Davis wrote an article and it says that the Cowboys have sent 139 players to the Pro Bowl since 1996. And they have four playoff wins to show for it. No comment. That makes me want to vomit. I was just talking about how, before we logged on, we were texting back and forth about like, oh, like, look at Trayvon Diggs and like all these like trick plays he's doing like at the Pro Bowl. Look at you know, Micah winning the 40 and look at this award he got. And, you know, I, and, and it's just like, it's kind of criminal and I don't want to dwell on it, but it's kind of criminal that we weren't able to go farther. And I mean, and you can kind of pinpoint uh, throughout the team where people don't have the Micah Parsons mentality. So let him give a masterclass and just infect this team with his mentality. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but it, I know it's not my party. So let's start there. Let's start there. Richard Flacchia, you want to come coach team? Just see if you can do it. I give you my job. Versaccia! <laughs> um, yeah. And then also sidebar, another man that we love who's been in the news a lot, Amari Cooper. Okay, also... Uh, it's it, the first thing I thought of when I saw this, he's been it, he was in Aspen and I was like, Oh, look, celebrities. They're just like us. Like you and I both have been to Aspen like the last two years, like we're bougie or something. And I was just laughing. Well, I was like, he's living the life. The funny thing is that I recognize that Aspen is an extremely bougie place, um, with extremely bougie people. And you are likely to find celebrities there. Um, one of my, one of my buddies, uh, works there and like um is the manager at one of the clubs and he every time any of the like real housewives or like kardashians or whatever like show up there he's like i had to tell you 
And then this time he sends me a selfie with Mari Cooper. And I was like, I know that guy. Ah, that's so <laughs> funny. Lunch. And my friend Corey took a picture with him and I was like, and he still doesn't smile. <laughs> that's amazing. You want to hear um, my- So ask I did, I, I, I just real quick, I did catch uh, Amari smiling one time on his vacation and it was when he was dog sledding. Oh, that's important. So he really enjoyed that. <laughs> yes. Um, you want to hear my celebrity ask the story? Yes. So I was flying there a couple years ago and, um, you know, it's like a smaller plane because that's just like, that's what they do in Aspen and not a PJ. Don't worry, guys. I'm not that cool, but it's close to a PJ. Yeah, as I'll probably ever get, unless one of you wants to fly me on one. But um, I was waiting in baggage claim for my bags. And like, there was this like really good looking older man, like really good looking older man. And I was like, God, this guy like is like Ralph Lauren, like style, right? Well, it turns out um, I'm my bag comes up and I grab it and I'm like, kind of starting to like walk away and like his he's got like people around him this guy and like his one of his people comes like like briskly walking towards me and is like um what are you doing and I was like what do you mean I have my bag long story short I tried to steal this man's bag because we had the exact same luggage um in suitcase and as it turns out it's a, a world famous polo player Nacho Figueres and I um he's also a Ralph Lauren model and I 100% tried to steal a celebrity's bag. <laughs> you would have gotten some good stuff in there, but you would have been like really uh, mad at yourself for not having your own clothes. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I bet his clothes smelled great though. That's such a creepy comment. Whatever. You know, like yeah. they had to. <laughs> um, True. All right. Well, real briefly too, on the topic of Amari, obviously his contract is going to be a part of a conversation. I know Stephen Jones has something to say about it this week. And, you know, um, I don't know, like I, I would really genuinely be surprised if they did anything with it uh, because I know his productions decrease, but I feel like there's a lot of factors to that. Like, I think that, you know, I think you obviously expect more from your, your number one receiver, but at the same time, like you drafted CD lamb. You, you know, had the emergence of Dalton Schultz. Like you had guys who stepped up and this really became, dare I say it, like at least more so than in the past, more of a balanced offense. It wasn't just like, oh, okay, like you've got, you know, Dez and Witten. Like it, it's just, it, it, it feels like there was more options offensively. And then also like not to mention he was recovering from COVID for a game or two. So that slowed his production. And also- Quite frankly, I think everyone had a problem with some of the play calling towards the end of the year. So, like, you have to factor that in. So, I just feel like it louder for the folks in the back. I just, I just don't really think that I am investing too much in that narrative, and it feels like we're all just, you know, picking up storylines because it's the off season, and it's kind of one of those things where you just start to, you have to do it because like the news cycle is slow. Yeah, and I mean. You know, Steven's not one to shy away from pointed comments. Um, he did, you know, kind of highlight the fact that, you know, 
there might have been an issue with the receivers, but that might have actually stemmed from other causes. And he did, you know, um, kind of elbow elbow like the um, scheme and the uh, the play calling might have been a contributing factor as to why that is the case that he that you know there was like decreased uh, production from them and stuff like that. So I was like. I feel as though you're trying to tell me something in a not so subtle way, sir. Um, and I'll pick up what you're putting down, but I, it's my opinion that he's not going anywhere. Um, just, just to call it a feeling just based off of listening to them talk about the situation. Um, there is, so honestly, who is, who is it that wrote this article? I sent this to Kelsey earlier cause I thought it was like really well done. Um, Danny Phantom over uh, with us at Blogging the Boys wrote a really good Cowboys cap breakdown um, for the Amari Cooper situation. So the, what he did bring up one um, possibility, which I think personally is probably the most likely, um, is that they restructure him a little bit um, and turn some of his bonuses or turn some of his um, guarantees into bonuses. Sorry. Turn something into something. Yeah, that. Turn his base salary into bonus money. There we go. And um, <laughs> you can see it's a two twelve point. I, I was like, I cannot remember what word I'm trying to say. Um, twelve point five million dollars in relief, so that um, could help free up some space in the cap. Um, they do love to kick stuff down the way and deal with it later. Like that's future Jerry's problem. That's a very uh, common thing for them to do. So I could see that being the likely uh, case for freeing up a little money, but also keeping Cooper. Yeah. As long as they don't go like full saints, I'm good. Cause I don't what know. Do you what mean full saints? Do. Oh God. The same cap situation is a freaking nightmare. Oh yeah. It's unbelievable. And I'm just like, I don't even, I can't help you because this is crazy. You really can, you know, and that, that's probably Sean Payton was like, I made this mess, but I'm not going to stick around. Exactly. He was like, goodbye. Um, yeah. He's like, y'all figure this out. Uh, best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, one last thing to note in our roundup of just kind of the latest happenings. Longtime lead PR man rich dalrymple is retiring which um i will say it was a shock does that mean we can get weird now? what does that mean like people that work for their team can get a little weirder now like honestly get a little busy in the building if y'all don't think i'm gonna try some ish you're wrong like i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna start making some wild requests Let's go, especially when there's like no leader in charge. They're trying to figure out like who's going to be the boss. Like, oh my, wow, I am so inspired. Congratulations to me. That is exciting. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I definitely think a lot of people were surprised by it. From what I, my understanding was, not many people knew that was happening or coming, but like, you know, it's been a long career and um, who knows his reasoning, so. Uh, go enjoy your time on the yacht, my guy. Yeah, go do that. So anyways, um, well, cool. Well, I mean, honestly, guys, like that's kind of like all I had for y'all. Like I just, it was just like very, 
my little ADD brain had a couple things I had to spill out onto this paper. Um, Meg, what else do you got for the, for the good folks? Um, well, just that as we are recording the skill competitions going on, and I believe that Michael Parsons did win the 40. Um, so our guy's fast. Holla. Apparently Tyreek didn't believe that. He's lame. Bye. Bye. Um, quick note for all you people that um, are loving the hats that all the teams wearing the upside down Dallas, they go on sale. It's uh, I think it's called True Brand is what they, but it's like start, spelled with a V. They go on sale. The next round goes on sale on their Instagram on Sunday. So peep that. Probably gonna snag a, one or four of those myself. So, gotta cop some of those like Dak Prescott worn like. I mean, the whole team wears them, but I feel like he's probably the one that gets photographed in the most. But yeah. you want to look like Dak Prescott, go buy some true brand. There you go. So you heard Dude. it here first. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Um, make sure you're subscribed to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed, wherever your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Also, follow Meg and I. I am on Twitter at Kelsey. Wait, what's my? Yeah, Kelsey underscore Charles. There it is. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles. And you know what? Well, I'm going to say this just so Jeff Cavanaugh will be proud of me. I'm also on YouTube. It's Hey Kelsey Charles on YouTube, I think, something like that. And you guys know what I look like. Maybe, hopefully, you can find me on there. I'm, I might start messing around there occasionally. Um, we'll see. And Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on everything. All right, guys. So um, we know it's the off season, but you know, these words will still and forever always ring true. Megan? Dallas forever, Philly for never. Come take your weather off my lawn. Stay safe, Alaska and Texas, I guess. Bye, guys.